it's the journey, not the destination. This journey is about the process of learning, growing, helping, and waking up to who we are along the way. Let's explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, and doing the things that light us up. I'm your host, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. As you can see, if you're watching this on my uh, Spotify channel, I'm not in my normal place. I'm in what my uh, friend and frequent guest, Ellie Richter, would call a bed office. I'm working from an apartment in Turin, Italy. And just want to give you kind of some updates on some things I'm thinking about, things I'm doing. And yeah, so here we go. Uh, hopefully the sound is okay. I don't, I didn't travel with a microphone, so I'm just using the mic on my, my uh, computer. So if you're, if, if, if you notice a sound quality difference, hopefully it's okay. I'll have to listen to it when I'm done here. So let me look at my notes here. Um, Oh, sorry, I wanted to begin with a quote from Matsuo Bashu, who was a 17th century Japanese poet. And he said, the journey itself is my home. And so that seemed to fit very well with uh, my theme of it's the journey, but also on this actual journey that I'm on. The last you know, a lot of a lot of the episodes I do, I'm I'm either just talking about concepts or ideas that I've thought about or that I'm working through. In addition to talking to and working with guests who I think are doing interesting things or have ideas or tools to share with with us about um, about how to live the life we want and how to maybe break past certain barriers in our lives. Like uh, like the one last my last episode with Rachel Michelle, who was the the therapist, or a lot of the other guests that I've had. So this one, I'm actually focusing, or in this time in my life, I'm actually working and actually doing some of the things in my life that I've dreamt of for so long. And what I'm doing, and that's the reason I started with the quote about the journey itself is my home, is I'm I'm not traveling. I'm not on an adventure like I've had. I'm actually just living. This This is an experiment for me on, on living in a different way. Uh, but let me, let me back up a little bit here real quick. Uh, I'm in my second week of this, of this, of this new experiment, really. Uh, my first week I was in Milan and then now I'm currently in Turin and I'll be here for, for, more than a month. And what I'm doing is, well, a, a part of what I'm doing is, is studying Italian. I, I found I found a really good school here, uh, the, the Leonardo da Vinci's, School of Leonardo da Vinci. Um, I can post that. I'll post that in the uh, show notes if you're interested. It's an amazing school. I'm spending over three hours a day just learning, just like in these intensive language classes. You can start at absolutely ground zero. Or you can be super advanced. Uh, in Europe, they have a, a language measuring system that starts at the beginner and goes A1, A2, and then intermediate is B1, B2, and then there's advanced C1, C2. And advanced is you're essentially it's you're speaking at the level of someone whose Italian is their or their mother tongue or whatever whatever language is being measured. And so 
just to give you an idea, I've, I've been speaking Italian for about five years. I really only studied, I really only really studied or put time into really trying to learn for two years. And the last three years, I've just been trying to keep up with what I'd learned just because I've had so much stuff going on that I, I really just didn't have the mental energy to like work on grammar things that were frustrating for me or hard for me. And so I did my best to learn and I, I picked up a lot of vocabulary and I got better at some things, but I'm in a point where if I don't really focus on certain more complicated for me grammar things, I'm not going to be able to express more more complicated or more nuanced ideas. Or I certainly won't understand them when I hear them or read them. So that's that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push past this this intermediate level into more in a more advanced level to where I can really really understand people beyond a more surface level conversation. I'm getting beyond that now, but I, I'm I'm I feel the edge I'm trying to push past. So that's that's why I'm here. I'm not here to on my normal like like a, it's not a vacation. It's not a adventure where I'm running around and I am certainly seeing things, but that's not the focus. That's a secondary reason that I'm here. If you're interested in that, if you're interested in the travel and context and context. Uh, things I'm sharing mostly that on Instagram. Um, I got a new travel page that's just Carlos C O. I'm sorry, C A R L O Z underscore Adventures. Um, if you, if you're already following me on my my other page, my Carlo underscore blog Instagram page, the the travel uh, profile is in the uh, is in the, is in my profile. The, the, the top profile area where you can see my other links. So if you're interested in travel, if you're interested in seeing some of the things that I'm seeing and, and sharing, sharing some of the new concepts and in, in, in uh, Italian culture and art and history, things I'm learning, I'm trying my best to share as much of that there. Um, but going, getting back to this of what I'm doing again, I'm, so I'm not, it's, it, it's something I've, I've had an idea for, for a long time of, I want to not just be a, traveler and not just be a, a vacationer here. I'm trying to live here and I don't have an idea of exactly where I want to live. So I had this idea of traveling and living more nomadically and maybe just parking places for weeks or someday months and living in a very, very minimalistic way. And so by that, I mean, I just, on this trip, I just traveled with my backpack. That's all I have. And and, uh, you know, just a couple of two outfits, really, you know, a couple t-shirts like this. Um, I do have a couple short sleeve button up shirts that I wear. So if I go out to dinner or whatever, I don't look like, I don't look like I'm wearing a t-shirt or I'm not wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, and also give me some, gives me some layers to stay warm, a couple pairs of pants, uh, you know, shorts and t-shirt to sleep in, uh, a jacket and a rain jacket and a couple pairs of shoes. I got my, my hiking boots and then more like, um, comfortable. They're not sneakers, but they're kind of like that. Uh, and then a couple of other my things I need for hiking and stuff like that. So that's all I have. Uh, and that's all I'll have for four or five months. If it gets, if it gets really cold toward the end of my time here, you know, I can of course buy a jacket or a scarf or something like that. And then, um, I've, I've just, I didn't, I, I, if, if I, get a chance to go to an opera or, or a theater or something like that. In that case, I may need to buy a nice shirt and a pair of pants and shoes to, to do that. And I'll either, I'll either go to a secondhand shop and buy something, or if I find a sale, buy, buy something there and either 
donate it when I'm done, or if it's toward the end of my trip, I might be able to fit it in my backpack and take it with me. So, but this idea of living in a place really has kind of sunk in and settled settled with me. I'm I'm in the same apartment. I'll have to switch apartments halfway through my time in Turin, uh, but I've got you know it's my own little. It's starting to feel more like my home now. It's not like, I know it's not my home, but I feel at home here. I've got a kitchen and I'm able to cook and, and I've been here long enough that I'm actually, I was kind of tired of going out. I don't have a full kitchen. I just have like a one little um, heater thing, like one little stovetop thing for coffee. And I could fry or cook some stuff or whatever, but I don't really feel like doing a full cooking situation. So uh, last night I just got tired of eating out. So I just I had cereal and yogurt for dinner and it felt so nice just watching some stuff on YouTube and just eating and chilling and not being in a restaurant and saving some money and all that kind of fun stuff. But this is a fun experiment too for me because uh, it's, and I just wrote a blog post about this as well. So if you're following me on Substack, uh, though I'll be posting that here pretty soon, or about the same time I'm posting this 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 episode. This idea about moving in the direction of your dreams. I've I've talked about that. I write about that. I post about that. How it's so important to move in the direction of whatever it is you're wanting to do, have, and be. And what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes sometimes some of our goals are extremely specific. Like if you have a debt you need to pay off, you've got to pay off exactly that amount plus whatever interest you're, there's no like subjectivity about that. If you're trying to reach, if you're trying to be, uh, to, 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 to make a new time for a race, that's a very specific concrete goal and there's no wiggle room for that. But Sometimes our dreams are an ideal or a feeling or an emotion or or a kind of a relationship and and it's more ineffable it's it's more difficult to 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 put into very specific terms that 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 are rigid in how you go about getting it and how you achieve it and on this current trip when I was planning it it I'm going to be here for four and a half months. Uh, I, I did a lot of research on a kind of general tour I wanted to do. And I before I even got here, I dropped off a huge area where I was going to go because I wanted to spend, originally I thought, two weeks in, in Turin. And then I added a couple other little places. Um, and then after I got here and about after a week or so of classes, I realized how much I was enjoying just really focusing on learning and, and not checking in places over and over and over again and going someplace and finding, you know, having to use my map all the time to find, you know, to get from the train station, to get to my place and to find a restaurant or whatever. Um, after a week here in Turin, I realized I like, I like knowing where the grocery store is and where my restaurants are and where my school is. I can, I can walk all those places now without looking at my phone. And there's something really nice about that. And in terms of the flexibility, I got here and I had only signed up for two weeks of classes. And then I realized, you know what? I, um, I tested into what was uh, the B1 from a grammar standpoint. 
Um, my teacher said I'm B2, which is like advanced intermediate from a conversational standpoint, which I totally agree with. Um, people tell me, oh, you, you, you really speak well, but I, I know, <laughs> I always feel like I'm, I'm working around my weaknesses because I don't know how to say certain things. And just after a week, I know I've really improved certain things. And I was like, I don't want, I, I, I want to really just lock down some of this stuff and really lock it into my, into my abilities. So I extended the, the two weeks in Turin to five and I'm looking at extending a little bit more and then thinking about how, how I'm going to like um, plan that out for next year so I can really get into the C levels for, for 2024. Uh, but going to, how does this fit with like this flexibility, this idea, this ideal uh, there's not a, there's not a right way for me to do this trip. Uh, I don't have anybody else I'm doing it with. So it's what works for me. And it, it goes back to what I was writing about in afterlife. If you read that, when I talked about, uh, see if I can find that when I was talking about this feeling I had when I was first starting to explore Italy and this new way of living, here it is. I said uh, at the beginning of a chapter, I said, back to my Italian journey. This, this experience has included so much synchronicity and serendipity that I'm no longer surprised by anything that happens in life. I'm simply along for the ride. It's not like I'm getting pulled along downstream and hanging on to a life preserver. You know, this is more like surfing. I feel like I'm being pushed forward by something powerful and I'm riding on top of it. I don't control the wave that's pushing me, but my decisions and actions make micro changes in the direction that it takes me. And after decades of thrashing against the current, this is so much more fun. And so, you know, when, when, I, when I've done other trips, whether it's two weeks or three weeks, I have a spreadsheet and I know Everywhere I'm going to be, okay, this, I'm going to be this many days in this city and I have a list of all the things I want to do and it's not so rigid that I can't do them, but there's certain things that are like in somewhat in stone. Like if I know I'm going to go to a certain museum, like if you go, uh, some of the museums in Europe that if, if you, if you're there, if you don't have advanced reservations, you may not get in. If you don't have a, a, a ticket reservation, you're going to be waiting in line for four hours. And so there are certain times on those trips where I'm like, okay, I know Tuesday we're going to this museum, rain or shine, doesn't matter what the weather's like, doesn't matter anything else. I've got this ticket because if I don't go with that time on that day and that time, it's it's just not going to happen. And so, you know, I'll have two or three weeks of a very very rigid uh, itinerary with some free time mixed in there. And uh, on this trip. I had a rough itinerary. I even posted it on, uh, on, on, my, on my page, a rough itinerary of what I want to do. And it's still going to look somewhat like that. The stops in between are going to be fewer because I'm going to be spending more time in some of the places I'm stopping. And it, it feels great to have had that kind of flexibility. Uh, and I almost fought myself on it. After, after only about four days in Milan, I started thinking, you know, I'm really liking these classes. I, I think I would, I wish I would have signed up for more. I was already thinking, I wish I would have because I think, and because I thought I couldn't. And then I start fighting with myself about, well, maybe I can, but oh, then I won't get to see this or I won't get to see that. And then I really had to like 
on my walks around town, I just let it sink in. I'm like, this is your trip. Um, this is your goal. What's more important? It's more important to me for right now that I improve my language. I improve my ability. I improve my knowledge. Uh, it's more, that's more important to me than seeing and taking pictures of more things. I'm, I, I'm tired of having the same kind of conversations over and over again of who are you and where are you from and why are you here and why do you speak Italian? And, um, it's, I, I, I want to spend more time really diving more deeply into certain things. And so um, I really wrapped my mind around it. And yesterday I pulled the trigger on extending that. And what that's allowing me to do, because for example, I'm not here just learning Italian. I'm also taking some cultural classes. Some, I took some art history classes with, that covers not only art history, but also the culture and history of, of the city. And so for example, uh, Tuesday I had a class where, where I learned about um, a type of uh, art and in art and architectural movement called uh, Liberty, which was Italian Italy's, which was Italy's version of uh, Art Nouveau, um, or in German it was called Jungenstil. And if you're as an American, Americans, there was the architect Frank Lloyd Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh, he had a, a very, you know, that Art Nouveau kind of style. I don't know, I, don't, I forget what they call it in America, but. Um, there's a specific Italian version of that, that, that we learned about what are the components of that in terms of the architecture, what were the technological changes and in terms of construction techniques that allowed for it. Um, and then today, because the city has so many uh, beautiful examples of that, we walked around and looked at them, the teacher. We, went, we probably looked at 15 buildings and they're just absolutely Stunning. If you've been to Spain, uh, Gaudi is an example of that. That that the mixture of of nature and asymmetrical uh, components, and because they had uh, new techniques with reinforced concrete and and steel, they could make these big spaces that didn't have you know supporting walls, and they could do all kinds of things that couldn't be done before. And they're finally breaking away from the repetitive classicism and medieval styles and uh, on and on and on the, the, the Baroque. So they were breaking away into something totally, totally new. And so this morning we spent, I spent 90 minutes walking around with my teacher, just looking at examples of this uh, architecture that we had studied and seeing it over and over again and learning the vocabulary around that. And so that's so different than um, I've been walking around the city by myself for the last four days, seeing this, having no idea what I was looking at. And now I'll never forget it. If I see that as an example, like when I was in Florence in 2017 and took a class, I had one day where we did something very similar for the um, uh, Renaissance architectural style and compared that against style that you saw from the medieval period. And so once I learned those, then it changed how I looked at even buildings within the United States that, that were maybe even built you know, in the early 1900s that were copies of some of those things, you can see the, the source material, the, the inspiration of where it all came from. And that's, that's a very, that's very different to, to have a, it's, it's a much deeper dive than, than I've ever had when I stay in a city for three days or four days. And even if I do a tour, even if I read a bunch before I go and, and or like I said, do a tour with a guide uh, for an hour um, to have that kind of experience. Um, and again, it's all in Italian. So my, um, I'm not just learning about the art and history and the architecture and the, 
the, the, the movements. Um, um, I'm, I'm increasing my ability to speak and have the kinds of conversations that I want to have uh, as, as, I, as I grow for no other reason that it's extremely satisfying on a personal level. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I just want to share that. Uh, oh, and, and so like so, like I said, there's some goals that are extremely specific and rigid in terms of what you want to do. And then there's other goals like this. You know, I came over here with this idea of this, this experiment of living in a very minimalistic way and living in a somewhat nomadic way and just creating my own sort of university experience without – you know, paying, uh, without sitting in a, I mean, I'm sitting in classes, but it's, it's different, it's different than, than signing up for a semester and having tests and essays and things like that. I'm here just to learn, just to get the information and enrich my, enrich my life in the process. And that's my dream. That's me moving in this direction of my dream. I don't, I don't know exactly where it's going or why I'm just, I'm just like, I'm surfing, I'm following this current, I'm expanding and enriching my knowledge and Five years ago, six years ago, I, I didn't know a word of Italian. I had never been to Italy pre-2017. Um, and now I'm getting uh, gaining a deeper and deeper understanding of the art, history, culture, and language of this this country of where my, uh, my father's parents came from. And that is absolutely enriching. And I'm just giving this in this in this example, I'm just, you know, like so many of the, my episodes, I'm getting these ideas and information and, and uh, inspiration from others. And this is just, I'm, I'm just trying to share my, my continual, my, uh, my, a piece of my journey that I hope is helpful for you and whatever it is you want to do. It doesn't have to be this. It can be whatever version of this um, is, is meaningful to you. It could be like, you know, building a, a stable and having horses or, whatever, whatever, you know, taking cooking classes or volunteering somewhere or whatever it might be. Um, but I wanted to get, as I was, as I was, before I wrap this up, as I was writing this and thinking about this, I, I thought of another example from, from my business where this very same kind of willingness to have flexibility in, in the, in the, in the means of me seeking a goal uh, and how helpful that was. And it was the example that I gave in my book about when I, when I decided to, to, to rebrand and reshape how my business worked. Uh, I think I, I talked about my uh, business partner and I had been approached by this accounting firm that wanted to basically absorb our business and put us in charge of uh, their wealth management team. And it would have been, uh, you know, I, my income would have gone up right away, but it, it would have taken away a lot of the freedom that I had worked so hard to build in my personal and business life. I suddenly wouldn't have been an employee answer. Uh, I would have had to answer to the partners of the firm and, and meet their goals and work hard and do all the things that they wanted. And it wasn't about me building uh, the life and business that I wanted and, and building a brand that I was excited about. And we had weeks and weeks and weeks and talks with, with this company and, and again, for the right, if, if that's what I wanted, if, for the right person, it would have been a great opportunity. It would have been very, very lucrative, but it was not fit. It didn't fit into the bigger picture of what my life was about. And I was struggling with, with it because I was so tempted by the money that, 
finally I had this experience where I realized, I realized, no, this does not, I've, I've worked so hard in my personal life to, to build the time and freedom to be able to do, have, and be what I want. And, and in the, at that time I was still working in, in my practice. Um, it, it fit very well and it gave me the freedom to do the things I wanted to do and be the father I wanted to be. Um, and I realized, no, I don't want to do that. But what I really want to do is integrate some of the lessons I've learned into my practice to help other people uh, live their dreams. And uh, I was still very much restricted from a compliance standpoint and, and, and not able to talk about some of the things I'm talking about with this project, which that desire was so strong. It eventually is what led me to writing a book and starting this podcast because the this to me is more, this is more of what I want to do. I, did, I, I, I didn't want to keep having conversations about portfolios and rates of return and, and all that kind of stuff. But the, once I realized, okay, no, I don't want to join this other firm. I want to rebrand and reshape the business in this way. And I had the conversations with my business partner and he did not want to do that, which was fine. So I went, we went our own separate ways. And I completely repackaged, retooled, and rebuilt the business around what was deeply meaningful for me. And that, that gave me a greater sense of satisfaction for what I was doing. It made me, um, made me feel like I was helping people at a deeper level. And then the exciting thing was my clients really liked it. I'd say 90% of them really got what I was trying to do. And then all of a sudden, they became, uh, I, I, I deepened my relationship with them. I, I got more referrals. They actively wanted me to work with their friends and family and their kids and grandkids. And it, it, the, the funny thing is when I, when I, not the funny thing, the, I don't know, the amazing thing for me was when I really dove into myself and put myself into the business, it deepened the relationship and massively increased my my results, which is what allowed me ultimately the freedom to be able to step away from it. And had I not had I not done that, I wouldn't have gotten the same results, the same financial results, the same. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have made the same progress on my own personal financial goals. That eventually let me do what I'm doing now, and I didn't see back then that this is what I I didn't I didn't envision sitting in Turin in a bed with my laptop making podcasts six years ago. That was not remotely in my in my um, my vision of what I wanted for my life. I wanted more freedom. I wanted more in a more enriching life. I wanted to 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 recreate the the university experience that I had longed for for so many years that I used to daydream about like I talked about in my book I was sitting in my standing in my backyard holding the rake daydreaming about when I was in college because I love that feeling of learning and growing and 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 enriching my life and my mind and I I that was the direction that I wanted to go and I kept moving in that direction and 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 like like say like on this like, like a person surfing, this this energy was pushing me, and I'm riding it. I'm not thrashing against the current like I was before when I was doing and and trying to to do have and be the things I thought I was supposed to. Once I started kind of 
following the energy that was in me for the things I wanted to do, have and be, every, it, everything changed. It becomes, became much simpler. It became much more fun, much more enriching, exciting, and um, meaningful for me. And so, yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got for, for today. I hope that was helpful. I hope you're enjoying your, your time and your life and that you will um, – before before I finish, uh, again, if you if you like, if you want to read the Substack, I put a lot, a lot more of this into that. But I'll give you kind of a little bit of a taste on the summary of it. The, the one of the most important things, or the most important reasons, or that I was able to do all this stuff is the huge effort I made to streamline and simplify my life so that I had the time and energy to to, to think about what I really wanted. Not not even to think about it, to discover it by doing things that were enriching, making furniture and doing improv and learning Italian. Each one of those things, when I said yes to that, created this feeling and energy that propelled me to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. But I wasn't able to do that until I got rid of so many things I didn't want to have a didn't want to have in my life and freed up my energy. And that's why this, this uh, experiment on minimalism is, is so important is I don't, I don't have any chores. I don't have anything I have to do. I've got very few things. If one of the t-shirts get ruined, I'll get another one. I don't have lots of laundry to do. Um, this life is pretty simple. So I don't, I don't know the part of the, part of the experiment too is like, well, how long can I live like this at the end of the four and a half months? How will I feel? Will I be like, ah, I'm so sick of these clothes or I can't wait to have, uh, you know, my own bed again or whatever it might be. So I'll keep you posted on that because that's, that's, that's part of the experiment too is because if I really like this, I might, I might live like this for a while, months or years of my life. Just, just so, so we'll see. So stay tuned. I mean, <laughs> at the end of this, I'll be like, that was, that was, that was dumb or that was, that's, I did that. I don't need to do that ever again. So I might get addicted to it or I might get burnt out or somewhere in between. So stay tuned. But anyway, that's all I've got for today. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you uh, are, are taking some time to figure out the things you want to do, have and be so you can make a plan and can take continual action in the direction of your dreams so that you can enjoy your journey. Thank you so much. Hope you have a great day and uh, talk soon. All right. Bye. Thank you.